Hey, I am joined today again by, we just call him a co-host at this point. AJ Jackson is going to come back through. We're going to talk about uh, 6A, some of the players uh, also who just recently signed to go play at the next level. And so if you're watching this live, we're on YouTube and we're also on Twitter. So please chime in with some questions and some comments. Let's get going. This is the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene with your host, Adam Meek. All right, we're getting uh, we're getting fancier here, AJ, as the uh, as I figure out the the <laughs> podcast tools. I don't actually do so. I think I mentioned this a couple times, but I, I get to host this packaging podcast, which takes me literally all around the world. So in two weeks, I get to go meet with the United Nations and Dubai, and that's talk, not bad. Talk with them about climate change, and yeah. I was just in Chicago, and so I, I have this whole other packaging life that I thoroughly enjoy. If you're into packaging, hit me up. Um, but uh, but I don't do a ton of them live, like a lot of my podcasts live. I really like the dynamic of the sports one live that we're doing. I think it's actually pretty fun. Most of my interviews I do six, eight weeks ago, and then I put them out on my packaging podcast. So this one's a little bit different. Thanks for rolling with us. Uh, If you've been following the podcast here since it started, we've got the man, the myth, the Northern Utah Ballers legend, AJ Jackson joining us. The guy that's full of a lot of information, and I don't even know how I got there, but I appreciate you having me on. It's, it's a great time. Yeah, no, it's it's exciting, and uh, some cool some cool things are happening. Uh, so in a week, we've got the we've got Hoop Fest coming here. Um, I was actually going to pull up that schedule. Before. We're going to get into the five A stuff. Um, or I'm sorry, 6A. Sorry, you're like 5A. We already talked about that. Um, talk about 6A. We might be joined by Landon Cummings. He was going to be running late. Uh, what's up, Kev? Dang. I, Kev, I, I'm not going to lie. I just thought you'd come through for the 5A. But you are. We got to get you on. We got we got to have Team Mom Kev come on the, on the podcast. Love it. Um, but yeah, we've got a whole bunch of teams. I, I know just off the top of my head, you've got Montverd coming, mm. um, Sunrise Christian. Uh, there's a, a link Academy is going to be here and they're playing, you know, American fork and yeah. Wasatch. So it's going to be great. It's going to be down at pleasant Grove next week. Um, they, I actually get to go do some live podcasting down there. Uh, so that was pretty fun, uh, to be, <laughs> to be a part of the media, uh, here in Utah. So everyone go check that out, come out and support your, uh, it's, it's great. Games are on ESPN. We got local yeah. kids being able to play on a big time stage. So, yeah, it's going to be amazing down there. The, the amount of talent that's going to roll through those gyms is is insane when you think about it. Cooper Flag's going to be here. But, you know, you're going to want to go check out Wasatch Academy. I don't think people realize how good somebody like an Isaiah Harwell is. Yep. Uh, and obviously we watched him grow up, played against him in Youngblood, and and uh, the team that they have over at Wasatch is, is phenomenal. And basically you're watching a bunch of future pros, and Isaiah is included in that list. So – uh, it's going to be exciting. Orem's going to hit the floor. 
uh, in the during the week there, and so uh, obviously American Fork, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a great week. I'm excited to see it. I'm trying to rearrange my work schedule so that I'm posted up down at PG all week. So we'll see what I happens. love it. I love it. And I did I did confirm. Actually, it was a fun, happy accident today. So I was flying back from Chicago from my work trip, and I saw where my gate was at O'Hare. And then I knew my sister, Kristen Peak, was flying to Chicago for to cover the Duke, Michigan State, Kentucky, Kansas games that are happening. Tonight. It's tough. It's a tough life. Oh, and yeah. so I was like, I wonder where she's landing because I thought it was around the same time I was leaving, and it was the next gate. So mm-hmm. it was like this flight coming in from Salt Lake City was right here, and I was just standing there. I was like, Hey, <laughs> she's like, Oh my gosh! So I did confirm uh, we're going to have her come on the podcast to talk about. A lot of the players, you know, I think everybody sort of knows about Cooper Flag, but just who are the other players that we should be looking out for when we go down there? Because she's got her her uh, finger on the pulse of, you know, NBA draft risers that are starting in high school. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, awesome. yeah so we're going to have her on um, and uh, and even potentially the organizers of HoopFest are going to come on and, and talk. So some cool things coming up. Um, so uh, Kev says she's not going. She's only extroverted in chat. Well, then you can stay as our super chatter, Kev. <laughs> uh, that would be that would be fantastic. Yeah. Let me share um, a story real quick, if you don't mind. Though we were at the Woods Cross uh, parent meeting, and uh, Ronnie Price, who uh, obviously you know played at UVU, had a scene with the Jazz, Sacramento, uh, some of those other teams. Yeah. So we actually got a chance to. Yeah, and he talked a lot about his relationship with Kobe, actually. Um, but he spoke for an hour in front of the, the team and obviously the parents. And if you ever get a chance to meet Ronnie Price or to have a conversation with him, he lives here in North Salt Lake. And so you probably see him around. Take that opportunity. And he because he is one of the most impressive uh, human beings I've ever come across. Like he had everybody just locked and loaded on on his story, but also about what matters. And from a parent standpoint, basically his message was, You've run your race. And I've been saying this for a long time. Let your kids run theirs. Mm -hmm. They're going to go through adversity. They're going to deal with ups and downs. Let them run their race. Stay out of it. Your your race is over, right? And a lot of times as parents, we're like, we want to be, you know, whether it's reliving dreams through, through our kids or whatever. You see a lot of that. You hear a lot of people talk about that. But it was a fantastic message. And so if you ever get a chance to come across Ronnie Price, stop him and talk to him. He's, he's a special human being. So that was pretty fun. I echo that a a thousand percent. Uh, you know, we've got, yeah, yeah, we agree, Kev. He's awesome. Uh, Ronnie, um, did a couple of just like training sessions with, with, with AJ and Isaiah. Mm -hmm. And so I remember getting up early on Saturday and, uh, you know, some of the, some of the stories that he would just tell, like, just tell the boys, like he's a, he, he's a really tremendous dude and a guy, I think, too, to your point that just gets it. You know, yeah. I mean, he just like even talking about his own kids. He's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe, you know, they might be soccer players. We'll have to we'll figure it out. Right. Yeah. Uh, I heard his son's pretty good, though. I think he plays with Salt City Hustle. Yeah. Yeah. He's the middle school here in the local area where we are. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's funny when he talks about his own kids, too, because, you know, even from his standpoint, right, like he's. Former professional athlete played in played in the NBA for you know 12, 13 years. And 
you just got to hold yourself back and just let these kids play and let them do their thing. And because the ball's going to stop bouncing, right? For all these kids, it's going to stop bouncing. You know, you can go down the list and say, oh, he's a future pro. I mean, but the margin is just so slim for the people who actually make it. And obviously your sister could speak to that, you know, probably more than I could, but let them just play, sit back, enjoy the ride. Um, it's going to be a fantastic year in 4A, 5A, 6A. We're going to talk about 6A, but it was really, it's really a good message. It was fun to, to listen to, and he is a he's a workhorse, and he's got a lot of good, good uh, information to share. So get him on this podcast. I'd love to hear you chop it up. No with doubt, Ryan. that'd be awesome. No doubt, that would be great. Hey, before uh, looks like Landon uh, was able to join us, and before we pull him up here, um, I'm not sure if his uh can't land and if you're if your camera's working okay cool i was just making sure uh, we'll pull you up here in a second uh we're going to talk about 6a kind of go through similar to what we did with 5a um just sort of go through some of the top 10 teams on the prep hoop site um but i did want to i think it's cool to be able to shout out some of these players you know listen anytime you can sign an agreement to go play basketball at the next level it should be celebrated. It's a really big deal. It's incredibly hard. Um, and so I know we've had a couple of players, I think, recently uh, signed to, uh, I saw, uh, was it Tanner Davis is going yep. to, is it Utah, Utah Tech? Tech. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, I mean, just in the gold program alone, you had Chris Cox signs with Utah State, Tanner Davis at Utah Tech, Owen Mackey also going to Utah Tech. Uh, yep. So you got a couple of really good guards there. Obviously, with Tiger carrying on the tradition, going to Weber State, following in his dad's footsteps, I, I knew that was coming. He was on the official from uh, at UC San Diego, and I was like, there's just no way that Weber State's <laughs> going to let him get away. But uh, yeah. a couple that I really, really love is you got Blake Rawson uh, and Ace Reiser going to CSI. Yes, I, yeah. Uh, so up in Twin, which I love because for work, I spend a lot of time up in uh, Twin Falls. So I'm super excited to just plan my trips around watching Ace and Ace and uh, Blake do their thing up there. So, uh, I mean, CSI has really done a good job of recruiting here in state as well. And obviously they got a lot of uh, really good competition with Snow and Slick and in those schools. But, yeah, it's, it's so fun. to see. And obviously you got Jackson Johnson signing it at Utah and, and uh, you know, the USC signings. with. I mean, there's just so much good going on right so now. Much. It's a great time. It's a great yep. time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'm going uh, to pull Coach Landon on up here. What's up? Oh, look, it says ow next to you. That was it says ow. It was oh, on the screen. It just says ow. Um, so what's up, Landon? Hey man, how are you? Thanks for having me on, man. I'm I'm excited. I've loved what you've done in the first two episodes. And it's oh bro, you haven't even to... I just keep cranking them out. I'm just like <laughs> I'm just a machine over here. Just got um, a factory of a podcast and, and insightful information. I mean, when, when you first told me about it and I listened to that first episode, I knew if anybody other than AJ could produce a, a quality podcast about Utah high school basketball, it would be you with your insight and the exposure and some of the events you've been able to be around through, you know, AJ and Congo and, and some of those other things, obviously with Tim Drisdom and Sean and just the, the gauntlet of guys that you have access to. So. <laughs> I knew that it would be it would be a good listen, and I'm not even a podcaster. I don't even listen <laughs> to podcasts. I actually had to download a podcast app just to listen to episode one. Hey. But I'm subscribed, and I'm excited, man. And I think love it. You you have great 
intentions with this and obviously aj and i got to spend a ton of time together over the spring and summer and i got to know he's a very knowledgeable very insightful very um neutral party when it comes time (laughs) to talk sports and listen i try try to be right i try to be like i mean that's at the end i mean he 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 does he does like that woods cross program quite a bit but uh we've we've had some good conversations we really unbiased about bingham when we get to them here at what are they oh, these guys these the guys? yeah exactly you come on i wore my powder league shirt at least and by the way this is this is this is true in case you're wondering these are actual big baller brand shoes okay. those are nice i mean they're not they're they're horrible the quality is not good, but uh, I, I, had to, I had to support the hustle and uh, support the culture. I, I was a I was a fan of that. So um, awesome. anyway, man. Yeah. So Landon and I uh, just in case anybody cares and probably nobody does. But in case no, you do, uh, Landon was one of the first people I met five years ago and I moved out here when when uh, AJ wanted to play. He, he just played rec ball in Colorado Springs. I think he was in fifth grade. And so I just was like Googling things, by the way, it's really hard to move here and figure out the basketball landscape. You got to get, you got to move and shake and show up places. And there's not like a easy website, even like the, even the junior jazz stuff was hard to find. So we, we go out very first practice. It's fifth grade. It's like a thunder lightning storm at an outdoor court. Lana's not even there. It's some other guy. And uh, AJ got to play with still one of his good friends today, Ian McIntyre, who's over at West Jordan. Um, and AJ got to play with him and they hit it off and they played together for a number of years with with Utah Legacy. And Landon and I are the only two Denver Nuggets fans that exist in the state of Utah. So uh, we get to now we just get to gloat. Um, this basketball behind me is actually signed by Lafonso Ellis, Walter Davis and Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf. You I know. think it's I think it's me, you, and Jason. Oh, Jason Gardner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Jason. I think yeah. we're the three. Oh, this is the new thing. When you do this, it like does stuff. Have you seen oh, that on, on your phone? It like gives a thumbs up. It's weird. Some new some new thing that Apple just put on their deal. So don't do too many okay. thumbs up or else you might okay. explode. Uh well, hey, I think people probably want us to get to what we said we were going to talk to, which is a six A uh just preview going through. And obviously, just like 5A, you know, 6A is stacked this year. So I'm going to go 10 to 1 uh, from the Prep Hoops site. Uh, again, shout out to the team over at Prep Hoops. You know, they do they do a good job covering, giving, giving, putting our boys on, giving us stuff to share, giving us some shine. So really appreciate all that. Can I speak uh, to that real quick, Adam? Do you yeah, mind? Please do. You see, and, and it's funny because somebody brought to my attention on my page the other day some rankings um, there's a lot of people that complain. There's a lot of people that try and put rankings together, spend the money and subscribe to prep hoops. Those guys do a good job. And you yeah. might, you might argue a spot or two here and there. Well, let's be honest. They're pretty, they're pretty close. They're pretty and spot on. They're pretty spot on. And I saw some rankings the other day where, where it was the top 25 and they had Lehigh at like 20 seconds. Oh, I know. Day. I saw that. I was like, what and are like, we- about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, come on, guys. Like, prep hoops is the is the source for you know that kind of content. So 
those guys, I mean, they, I know they take a lot of heat, but you know what? They are providing good content and it's almost daily. So go check them out. I mean, they do a great yeah. job and I'm not, I don't get paid to say that. I'm just telling you that's a good resource for Utah hoops for sure. The yeah. other thing I like about prep hoops is, is they, they put the work into their, into their posts. So sure. I coach a team. So we'll be, we'll be playing over the spring and summer um, with the Puma group in their, in their inaugural season. And uh, I had an event for 16, you guys that were working out for me. And one of the guys says, Hey coach, where am I at in the top 100 ranking? And so I go look it up and I call him back and I said, you're not on there. And he's like, but why am I not on there? And I said, what did you do to be seen by the guys who do these rankings? You weren't at West Coast Elite. You weren't at the prep hoops camp. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. Like the, the, the avenues that have been created for the, for the best players essentially in our state, you weren't at any of those events. So they don't have any reason to rank you. They're not just throwing blind rankings out now. Sometimes, you know, a kid, a kid might get a ranking that we're kind of like, that may fluctuate, but it's, you know, it's opinion based. But at the end of the day, I really like that the people who make those rankings are at a lot of things that we got Mm -hmm. going like left and right. You see the same faces at these events with the best players. And uh, I think they're doing a great job. So keep up the keep up the good work, whoever's over there, the rankings and getting those posts out. Yeah. And, you know, just to players who might be listening to this or watching it, this is what I just I said this to AJ. I said this to Solomon uh, King. I'm like, listen, the rankings only matter if they motivate you. Right. So it's it's awesome to have them. Right. Like it's really cool. I know the boys love sharing it. It's 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 really cool work. Also, I don't know if any coaches are going to call and say, hey, but what's your prep hoops ranking? Right. Like they want to see the film. You know, they want to they want to talk to your coach like you, you have to actually put in you have to do both, right? So um, if you see the rankings and you're up there and you're like, nah, I know I'm better than him. Cool. It motivates you. If you see the rankings and you're like, man, I knew it. I don't know how to do anything. Then it's, then don't worry about it because it's not motivating you to get better. So just that's, that's what I, that's my PSA on that. All right, let's get in to it. Um, So number, number 10, I can, uh, I think I can share my screen if that's at all helpful real quick and we can, Let's see what happens when I, oh man, did you see how slick that was? Oh, that's not very, hang on, hang on. Can I zoom? Can we zoom in here? Look at this. Okay. All right. Maybe. Perfect. I like it. Let's roll. Let's talk about, let's talk about Fremont for a second though. That notable team. I want to talk about those guys. Let's do it. So, I mean, obviously, you know, they have uh, Fremont ranked just outside of the top 10 here with prep hoops, but when you talk about Fremont, obviously everything's centered around Hunter Hansen, uh, Weber State commit. That's another guy we should have brought up, but he's committed to Weber State. Uh, coming off an injury, I saw him play at Utah State camp. Uh, he looked really, really good. Um, obviously, that team's going to go as far as he takes them, but they do have some good pieces around him. Jackson Slaws at 2025, uh, he's going to have to step up and play big minutes for them on the wing. And then a kid that I like, uh, Easton Duff, uh, the point guard position, you know, he's not going to go get you 20 points, but he's going to pick you up full court. He's going to be gritty. He's going to get the ball to the right people. I think Fremont's a team that you're going to want to, you know, you're going to want to watch. They, they have a tough region. You look at that region. We'll talk about a few of those in this top 10, but Fremont's going to be a good team this year and they're going to surprise some people. 
uh, they're going to surprise some teams, you know, on any given night when, you know, they're, they're going to give some people some losses that they may not have expected, especially in that region, because that region is always a toss up, you know, but Hunter Hansen, he's a tough, tough kid. I expect him to come back and have a great, especially during region play, a great uh, senior season as he heads off to Weber State. So, well, we, we got those guys on Friday. So if you got any more insight, I'm open. <laughs> I'm all ears right now. I love it. Because he, uh, he gave us a fit last year. Uh, Hanson's, Hanson's a heck of a player, man. He does it on all three levels. He gets to the basket. He's strong. He plays under control. He's got, you know, D1, if not NBA range. And he's got probably his biggest attribute is uh, he plays with a ton of confidence. His coaches give him confidence. His teammates, you know, support him and, and give him the ball in the spots that he needs it to be efficient and and he gave us a fit last year, so we're going to go up there on Friday and try to return the favor. But he's he's one of those guys that you like to coach against and you like your players to get to play against because he he definitely impacts the game on on multiple levels. So he's he's fun to coach against. And I don't know, and I know that there's they lost a few guys last year, but he's back. I don't know if they're outside of that top ten, but you know again rankings are subjective but he's he's definitely got them as one of the best teams in 6a for sure yeah i mean yeah. he's he's a guy that's good enough to carry that team to a win by himself right yeah he's one of those sure. guys he's in i wa- watching him play last year at fremont uh and <laughs> and the fremont kids that'll watch this are going to laugh at this because there was a big snowball fight uh, after Woods Cross took Fremont out at Fremont after the after the game, it was it was crazy. There was a lot always of goes back to Woods Cross with <laughs> always yeah, right always. But, <laughs> but the point I bring up is watching him play. That was the first time I seen him in person. Is he looks different, right? When you look at a kid that's a D one talent, they're just different. They move different. They yep. cut different. And he's that guy. He, he's definitely yeah. that guy. Well, hey, I want to make sure that we uh, we get through. I think last time we did the five A, we. We spent, we, I mean, we, we could probably break this up and we could take an hour and just talk about the top five. We like, we got to, uh, we got to the top and it was like, yeah. And, uh, I think, uh, I think Alta is going to be pretty good. So, uh, next we're going to be, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, kind of speaking of Hunter, we've got, we've got Hunter, uh, Shank up at, up at Weber. I said Weber when I first moved here, speaking of, uh, like moving to Utah and not knowing how to pronounce things. Um, but you know, this is a team obviously that is is has been on the come up. I know they had a bit of a rough year last year. Got to watch Malachi play a little bit with Congo. Uh, you know, Hunter's obviously just an absolute scorer. And I have to put my one of my favorite players in the entire state of Utah out there in Jordan Olberholzer. Uh, I this kid, I'm telling you what, we played a game. And it was just kind of a grimy game. I think it was a team from Maryland on the UA Rise circuit. We get in the second half. It was pretty. It was pretty close. And Jordan is a is a talker, and he plays kind of. He just plays his own pace. He's left handed. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't like jump off the page with his like some insane athleticism or whatever. Knockdown shooter. Sees the court better than almost anybody that I've seen. And Jordan starts talking back to these kids. And not only that, but he backed it up, and he he had about 15 in the second half, um, and really car- carried that team. And that was a loaded team, you know, with Isaiah and Soren and 
Coley and, and Moss over at Utah Prep. Jordan carried that team for a couple of games. So I'm excited to watch him play. Uh, Judge has them, I think, on December 1st. So that'll be uh, that'll be a fun game. But why don't you guys talk a little bit about uh, about Hunter and or Malachi or any other player for that matter? I'm sure they've got I know they've got some talent up there. Did you guys want to add anything to that? Oh, up at up at Weber. Yeah, I haven't I've only got to see Weber play um, in a few of the tournaments. I didn't get a lot of time to watch them, so I don't know a ton about them. Um, AJ's the up north guy, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. kind of defer to him on the up north teams and and let him. I forgot take the reins on that. One thing at Gooch Ice on Instagram, he'd always jump into my stupid videos. Jordan would, <laughs> yo, at Gooch Ice on Instagram. That's like, funny. Calm down, Jordan. <laughs> so obviously, if you you haven't been on a rock, you know what Hunter Shanks about, right? Uh, three level scorer. He's a Utah Tech kid. Uh, going down there, well-deserved, um, really, really good player. I had a chance to coach Malachi in the Great Western Classic. He was on our squad. He is a he is the X factor for Weaver. Mm-hmm. If he plays with a high energy, with a, uh, high energy, if he has a high motor, they will be better than you think going into the season. Malachi has the ability athletically to grab every rebound. To finish out the cup, he can shoot from the three. He can mm-hmm. slice to the basket. It just and I and he knows this because I've talked to him about. It. I've had some conversations. Uh, he is the ex, he is a next level talent. That motor has to run hot though. He's got to have that hot motor at all times on the floor because there's no reason he shouldn't be you know a double double guy and that'll get him to that next level, which I know he wants. Uh, so when you watch Weaver, watch what Malachi does because. If he's playing at a high level and his temperature's hot, he's playing with an edge, they're going to be good because Hunter yep. can fill it up. And he obviously, you know, if Jordan gets the minutes, they bring him up there. And obviously there's they're working through that right now from what I hear. They're going to be a decent team. Obviously, Jordan brings an element, you know, at the PG where he can distribute the basketball, let Hunter kind of, you know, do his thing. But Malachi is the key with that team for I sure, agree. I think. I agree, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to – Watch them play, uh, and and actually, uh, team number nine is another team that I, I know everyone around Utah is probably familiar with. Up at Davis, I've been able to see some of the kids play, um, just through. My son played on a, a young blood team with a bunch of the Davis kids, who are you know they're all twenty twenty six kids. Davis is loaded from the you know from the top down in terms of their program. They really do a good job building up that program. Um, and uh and Landon, I don't Davis plays uh at West Jordan, I think, um next week, I think on Tuesday. So mm-hmm. um AJ was wanting to go check him out. But we got another team up there in uh up there in oh it's Davis County, right? That's what that's what the county's called. Um so uh yeah, I mean obviously I think we've even we even talked a little bit about Coleman Atwater um during the uh the Utah top fifty breakdown. Um, is it Bodie Sparrow? Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've, you know, he, I've seen him all over in terms of football. He seems to be an incredible football talent. Um, AJ played against Bodie in a game, uh, when, when his team was playing up and he's, he is tough. I mean, you, it's not surprising that he's a great football player, right? To get out on the, on the court as a freshman at Davis would be quite an accomplishment, but, um, 
anyway, that, that's kind of what I know about about uh, about Davis. They play a really disciplined style of basketball, um, and you know, well coached, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we I got mean, to... you look at Go sorry, ahead, so you look at you look at a guy like Zach Fisher, and the fact that his recruiting hasn't taken off the way I think it should. Is really mind blowing. He's a True. tremendous athlete. Six seven, I think, is what he's he measures at. If you watch him last year during the season, and then you watched him play with Utah Gold, which I got a, I had a front row seat land, and you did too. Zach Fisher can play. Like yep. he's a and and if you watched him in the top fifty, he was as good as anybody on that floor. He's going to have a monster monster year. Coleman's going to have a great year. Coleman is solid as they come. He can knock down shots. He can distribute the basketball. Easton Ralphs, you see it right there. I think he transferred over from Farmington, I believe, brings them some size. Uh, and then, obviously, you got some role players. You know, if Bodie can crack that lineup, uh, Bodie's the number one ranked 2027. But Zach Fisher is the key with that squad because he, I think he's the real deal. And somebody's going to come along and snatch him up at the next level. And he's, they're going to have a steal because Zach Fisher can hoop. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so we got them on January 3rd, so keep talking. Um, <laughs> right? No, uh, and it's only on here, so it doesn't have to do a I'm, scouting report. I'm literally <laughs> on here just scouting and, and, and getting intel. That's um, so funny. Zach is, I love Zach's game. I I reached out to Zach and, and told him that I'm going to help him out if, if I know guys that are looking for players with his skill set because he literally can do everything on the floor and he can guard multiple positions. He can shoot. He can create off the dribble. He's not a selfish player for how big and strong he is. He really plays with a, a lot of finesse and, and a lot of touch. His, his jumper bounces around the rim if it touches anything. Um, he finishes both hands. He's just he's a coach's dream offensively. And then at his size, strength, and, and his mobility, he can guard multiple positions on that perimeter and even small post players. So the fact that he's not getting recruited heavily is surprising shocking but somebody's gonna find him and he's gonna land in the right spot and uh and coleman's just coleman's a handful coleman is definitely one of the best guards that i've got to watch in person on a regular basis over the spring and summer and and he'll be a handful we've got a couple of good guards that'll battle back and forth with him up and down the court but that's going to be a fun game to coach and uh this is me Those moving to along, LC. Yeah, go ahead. No, <laughs> no you're good. I'm just, playing. I'm just playing with you. I I like it because uh, we play number eight twice this year. So let's go ahead and move to them. <laughs> there we go. This does. You know, I just was realizing the setup is kind of like the Manning cast on Monday Night Football. Except oh, yeah. We're not nearly as entertaining as they are. Um, and we but, can't you know, change I, that person in the middle. We got to keep him in there. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. they had four different guests on that. Uh, on the during the game i think three or four different people came on yeah i hit up i was like taylor do you want to come on and she was like i can't i'm sorry i was like ah dang it um so no taylor next swift week. um next week uh, oddly enough tomorrow morning i am interviewing um uh, uh, his name's wyatt russell he plays captain america in the marvel show um falcon winter soldier uh, his dad's kurt russell mom's goldie hahn i'm interviewing him tomorrow for my packaging podcast so that's kind of fun well, no taylor swift but you know it's it's a not... close consolation yeah um uh, there's no way to transition then to harriman but 
so we got we got Harriman. You know, again, uh, we we've talked about Ike Palmer. Uh, we talked about him in the in the Utah top fifty. He is. I, I think he's taken a pretty big leap this year. Um, and if you didn't go back and listen to the to the uh, Utah top fifty breakdown, where I thought AJ did a great job. Um, two players on here, I uh, you know I don't know because again I I'm, I'm trying to learn about uh, some of these players. Is Kale Barclay and Malcolm Johnson uh, been able to follow Carlo because he's a 2026 kid? But uh, tell me what you guys know about about Harriman. Why why do you think Harriman would be maybe higher ranked than you know a Davis or uh, a Weaver or Fremont? Go ahead, Elsie. I think Carlo's upside is tremendous. I think the kid gets it. He he comes from a high basketball family, high basketball IQ family, obviously, um, with Jordan Spencer and their involvement with the Hustle program. Also, I think that their ability to create good players within their their system dynamic with the new coach that they brought in. I was able to see some of those guys play over the spring and summer at team camp and the players are excited about the new system, the new coaching. And I think they've already bought in and that coach is going to bring out another level of, of confidence and ability in those guys after having a year to play together with Carlos starting, starting varsity as a freshman, I think they've got a ton of potential and uh, the most important player is bought into the system, which is the point guard. And, and so it's all, it's all easy for him there. So I think they're going to be competitive. We're excited to have them in our region this year uh, because the last couple of years they weren't ultra competitive, but we're definitely expecting a lot more fight and competitiveness from them this year. Got it. Yeah. yeah I mean, just echoing what, what LC uh, said there, if you look at Harriman, obviously here's what I think of when I see Harriman, they have guys that can create matchup problems for other teams. Ike Palmer can do a lot of things. He can step out, shoot the three. He can get to the basket. He can shoot a mid-range. Kale, obviously, I watched him play over uh, the summer with UBC a couple of times. Really improved his overall game as far as stepping out, knocking down the three. He's a big body. He can go inside. He can rebound well. Malcolm Johnson is a, a and it says there, it's a game changer. I think he, much like Malachi at Weaver, is going to really determine how far these guys go with mm. his energy, with his effort. But obviously I'm a huge fan of the point guard. Obviously, like, like LC said, Carlo, in my mind, when I think of a dog and that edge that, that you need to have as a leader, as a point guard, he has all of that. Um, and I think that he is ready to have a huge year and lead these guys. Now, I don't think that you're going to, you're going to place them in the title contender stage until later in the season. But I think if they keep growing and, and improving and just stay hungry, they're they're capable of making a run uh, in that state tournament and really giving some of these other teams some problems when that tournament comes. But it's going to take you know it's going to take step by step to to get there. I think, but they have some guys. Uh, we can skip over number seven. Underrated, <laughs> underrated. Move number, those guys up. Number seven. All right, Landon. Uh, you obviously you, you this is your is this your second or third year coaching at Bingham? This is second year. Second year coaching at Bingham. Um, you know, there, why don't, I'm not even going to, why don't you tell us Landon about, uh, um, a little bit about Bingham this year. You can't give away too much though, because you know, you got to play Harriman you got to play, you got <laughs> to play, play Davis. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Play all these guys. 
Yeah. Um, we're excited, man. I think, I think the things that created issues last season, I think we have a different core. I think we have a different energy. I think the synergy of some of our JV guys who kind of got their feet wet in that varsity exposure last year, moving up into that varsity level and, and being our big minute guys there, they are going to play the game a little bit different. I think the ball movement, the the ability to create shots is going to be there. Obviously not having Braden is going to, is going to change the way we defend, but I think we've got guys that are bought in defensively that are going to step up and accept the challenges of some of these, these uh, opponents that we're getting. And we got a big addition with Tate transferring over from Corner Canyon and giving us depth and giving us playmaking and giving us another guy who can knock down shots. And obviously the show will, similar to Hunter Hanson up at, up at Fremont, we have Luke and we have Stockton and we have some guys that play at a high level, play with those motors. We've got, you know, Riken ready to protect the middle, but he's worked on his versatility and ability to step away from the basket and face up and do some different things. So we're excited. We've got a lot of depth. We've got a lot of energy. We've got guys that are excited to play defense mm-hmm. and not try to outscore everybody, but try to keep teams from scoring. And I think that's going to be a big thing as we get into our season. So we're excited. We got a lot of energy and a yeah. lot of excitement around the season coming up. I mean, listen, if you can in, in high school basketball, right? If you can make shots, if you can limit turnovers, if you can have good solid guard play. And if you can play team defense for, you know, a, a, a solid amount of team defense, you're going to win a lot of games. Um, and it sounds like that's, you know, you've got, you've got a pretty good recipe over there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're excited. That's We're great. excited for sure. There AJ, you do you want to, do you want to add anything or should we head on up yeah. to Farmington? I mean, pretty simple, right? I'm a, I'm a huge Luke West fan. Yeah. Uh, he's one of, he's one of my favorite players in the state. Uh, if he can take that next step, obviously he's battled through injuries throughout the summer, but if he can take that next step, uh, watched you guys play at great Western classic. I think it was against one of the prep teams and he just, he just looked different out there. He was scoring, got a couple of land ones, hit a couple of uh, jump shots. He's got that right to left cross, the pull up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Luke, if he can take the next step, I think obviously that region's tough, but you know, Bingham's, Bingham's just the way that they, uh, they're just a bunch of dogs, right? So uh, they're going to be there and obviously adding some shooting on the perimeter uh, with Bowman coming over. Uh, catch and shoot guy got a chance to see him play this summer a lot too so i think that's a good team they're gonna have some guys like like landon said yeah all right let's keep uh we're, we're almost to the top five and we are 38 minutes in so uh let's, yeah we'll keep we'll keep cruising aj we'll kick this one over to you uh, up at farmington i'm sure you're pretty familiar with this uh with this crew uh tell me what what should we be looking out for with farmington yeah hey, i mean AJ. i mean, AJ, we got these guys December 12th. So uh, I got you. Here we hey. go. You ready? Hey. There we go. Give me whatever you got. So yeah, so so here's what you can expect. You can expect Paul Beatty to oh, play yeah. your best guard. Okay. And I'm not kidding when I say that because uh we actually played them a couple of times uh and what they can do, uh, and it works because Paul can move laterally. Uh he's very athletic. He's got he's long, he's what, six eight, six seven, six yeah, eight. Six eight. But when Atkinson's in there, they can put Atkinson underneath the basket to protect the rim. Is that the lefty guy? Yeah, he's he's tough. Good size, can shoot it. 
Yeah. Uh, but what defensively they're allowed to do is they can put Paul on maybe your athletic guard and he'll run, r- run around with him and then still have Atkinson protecting the basket. So they, they pose some problems when they can roll that lineup out there. Uh, Jane Haskell's another guy that I, he's got a quirky looking shot, but I've seen him hit seven, eight threes in a row. He can absolutely shoot the ball and they've got a bunch of guards and it mentions Drake here. Uh, but there was another guy, he's, uh, Ethan, can't remember his last name, slipped in my mind, but they have some other guards that are, if you don't watch out, they're going to, they're going to get you because they slice to the basket. They can take it off the floor, you know, off the dribble and get to the basket. But, you know, Paul and Ethan and Haskell, that team's tough. They got some players. Then I'll tell you, they're senior heavy and they have been working their tails off. Uh, we scrimmaged a bunch with them, played open gym with them a bunch over the summer. So I'm very familiar with these guys. They want a run at the title, and that's what their whole goal is. That's what they've been working for. And they've got some interesting pieces that are going to allow them to do some different things that some of these other teams can't do. Uh, and, again, I just mentioned one of them where they can pull Paul out, have him guard on the perimeter, chase around your, your best guard, and have Ethan underneath the basket protecting the paint. And then you got other guys that can light it up too. So they're a very intriguing team heading into this season. They're senior heavy. We're going to see what they're going to be able to do in that region. It's going to be fun. I love it. Shut up. Shout out to Drake. He's been a social media follower of mine since he was in sixth grade. I love that kid's game. <laughs> and I'm excited to coach against him. Shout out to you, Drake, if you watch this or if you listen to it. Hey, started from the bottom. Now we're here at number five. Yeah. Do you see that? Do you see how I pulled it right through? Shout out to Drake. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Leighton, Leighton, uh, Leighton High School coming in at number five. Uh, nobody is sleeping on Leighton. These are, I mean, these are names that. Um. Wait, I did not know this. I p- clearly don't list. I I didn't even reread this. I did not know that David Cato was going to yeah. be playing at Leighton High School. Holy cow! Um. All right, this team looks pretty stacked uh, up there, and uh, I, I know these names. Like I said, I should have reread. I should have read this beforehand. Darn job and family, um, getting in the way of preparing. Mm-hmm. But uh, these are all names that I think people know. Are, are do we expect Leighton to be a uh in the mix come uh come you know semifinals and finals? No one would be surprised if Leighton was in the championship game. So. No, I mean LSP, I mean if you want to take this one, you can, but I, I'm high on Leighton, uh very well coached, Kelby Miller. Very uh very he knows what he's doing, he's been around this game for a long time. Uh, obviously, when you got a guy like Makai Martin, who literally was averaging 30 plus points a game during the fall uh, because KJ was out for a while recovering from an injury. And obviously, David's coming back, too. So, you know, watching what Makai has done and his evolution, taking that next step and you throw KJ back into the mix, who yeah. I think will hit 75 plus threes this year. And then it says nobody's sleeping on Layton, but I think everybody in Utah's forgotten just how good David Katoa is. Right. I was sleeping on him. (laughs) I was like, wait a second. The the guy is committed to the University of Utah as a junior. He is phenomenal. And if he can get back to if he can get back to form defensively, he's gonna be a terror on anybody that they play. And then you add somebody like a Sam Romer who's actually taking the next steps for his game. Uh he's a 2025, really adding some versatility. That, that big three is enough to carry them all the way to the end. I yeah, 100% yeah. think that Leighton is going to have something to say 
with 6A by the time it's all said and done. Obviously, they got to have everything fall into place. KJ's coming off an injury. David's got a round into form. Makai, I, I want to see him distribute the basketball instead of, and he's going to have to because, you know, you're not going to get that kind of shot volume with the Katoa and a KJ Miller back in the lineup. But I think he's more than capable of doing that. He's mm. very skilled. But this this big three, this number five team is super scary. Uh, no one, no I, one wants to see that in the playoffs. No, in a single elimination off. playoff, you don't want to see those three guys out there on the court. Yeah. You don't want to see that big three. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Makai's a he's a hooper, man. He gets it done so many different ways. And obviously, like like AJ said, he's not going to carry that big of a load once those guys get back. But I think they get through their non-region and work these guys back into rhythm. Um, we played David when he was healthy before the injury last year, and he's an absolute monster. He is Defensively, so he's a monster. He covers so much ground. He gets off the ground so quick. His anticipation, his ability to shoot, his ability to use that big upper body and those broad shoulders to get where he wants and just elevate over guys. And then he gets out in transition and just puts mm -hmm. on a show. And so he's super fun to, to watch and Luckily, we don't have them on the schedule this year. Um, but KJ, KJ, he's one of those guys you've always got to account for. And shooters like him make you change the way you play defense, right? You can't help off. You can't double down on his side. And they're always looking to move him and run him off off ball action to get him the ball so he can shoot. And he's got so much range that I think once everybody's healthy, these guys get into January and February healthy. They're going to be they're going to be scary and they're going to make some noise for sure tough all right we are heading on up to the number 27 team in the country no not country state rather <laughs> the state huh? 27th team in the state is number four and six what Who was, was that that put the something i don't want to call out names but no, I, was like, no, no. I saw it too. i was like it was like a record scratch you're just like okay wait 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 did you say lehigh was 20 seconds slow down yeah um Sweet. What is, what's Lehigh's? What's their mascot? Isn't the pioneers? I think pioneers. pioneers. That's we got some weird mat like the cavemen and the beet diggers and the, the and beaver Fort beavers. Collins. The beaver beavers. Yeah, one <laughs> a the one a beaver beavers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, by the way, home of the Colorado State University, the Harvard of the Rockies, who defeated UNC this evening. Um, <laughs> they, sorry, I had to get that in. Uh, they have the Fort Collins High School Lambkins. Hey, love us. The Lambkins. Uh Pioneers isn't a isn't a weird name though. That's a, that's a solid one. So uh Lehigh, I mean, they're they're I'm excited. They're gonna be at the Hoop Fest as well down there mm -hmm. uh, playing. I, I I'll pull up their schedule while 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 y'all are talking about them, but uh let's hear let's give Lehigh some love. What Lehigh's gotta be a, another one of those teams in six A that's gonna that's gonna be there. So uh let's let's break it down a little bit. Go ahead, Elsie. What you got? Uh, so I haven't had a lot of time to watch the, the guys over at Lehigh. So I don't know a ton about them. Obviously, the standout names. Um, Dre is always mentioned as far as the guys that you've got to watch for. He's a name that you keep hearing. The region's realigned. And so now with them being in the region with American Fork, uh, Pleasant Grove, um, who else is in that region? Corner Canyon's not in that region, but American Lone Fork, Peak is Lone in Peak, that region. Westlake. Westlake, Sky Ridge. Obviously, the competition is there. He's going to have an opportunity to really make an even bigger name for himself. Um, 
And then I think Easton is a name that I've heard quite a few times over the over the past four or five months through the spring and summer. So I don't know a ton about them. I know they've got they've got some guys that can go over there, but I don't know a ton about them because I haven't had a chance to watch them play. And I misspoke. Lehigh's not at Hoop Fest, so uh, apologies for that. But um, Lehigh's got a Lehigh's got a young guard too that I watched play against Judge at the Great Western Classic. Um, I, I didn't catch the kid's name. I think he's a 20 class of 2027 kid. And he did not, uh, when I say he didn't miss, that's not like an exaggeration. He, I th- he had to have gone seven for seven from three. And I mean, he was strong. I was like, who on earth is this kid? Um, I'll, I'll look up his name. I think, I mean, he's like the second or third ranked kid on prep hoops for 2027. I found out, but they, they've got, they've got a, they've got a squad. AJ, why don't you, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about Lehigh? Yeah, I think you're talking about Ashton Shule is the is the guy. He's about six three, combo guard. Yeah, but, he was tough. Yeah, he's I and mean, they they have guys everywhere. Obviously, they're very well coached. Yeah, we know that about Lehigh. Uh, Grayson Brousseau, obviously, he's he's a very good football player, uh, but he's a bruiser. He provides them depth on the inside. Cooper Lewis really makes this team go. Uh, he's a dynamic point guard. He can shoot off the pull up outside the three point range. Can distribute the basketball. Uh, but Easton Hawkins is a kid that I expect a big leap from. Uh, I watched him play in some secret black op runs this fall, uh, and uh, he looks great. He's moving well. He can shoot the ball. He can get to the butt bucket. He'll add something that they didn't have last year. And if you look at those three, you got Grayson, you got Cooper, you got Easton on the wing. Lehigh, and they're very well coached. Lehigh is going to they're going to have something to say at the end of this. They are a very good team and they can line up with anybody that's in front of them, American Fort corner Canyon. And you better watch out because they could push you. They could, they could send you home quick because they I have watched. some guys. Cooper Lewis is more than capable of putting up 30 on anybody in the state of Utah. I watched them play. Uh, they played Duncanville last year or two years ago, maybe mm-hmm. with Anthony black. And that game was highly competitive it came down to the end duncanville pulled away um but it's not like you know the the now point guard for the orlando magic was out there just you know running around doing whatever he wanted to they they play defense well they play on a string they play together you can tell they're very well coached so um all right number three so speaking of uh the hoop fest lone peak is playing monday versus uh, Chicago Simeon, but Monday night at eight o'clock Montverde plays Wasatch Academy. So if you want to see Isaiah Harwell against Cooper flag on ESPN uh, down at Pleasant Grove, that is a week from yesterday. So in six days, uh, that's, that's a pretty awesome opportunity for us here in Utah to be able to see um, not only teams like, you know, Chicago and Sunrise Christian plays Alta, uh, these historically, big time great high school programs coming here is is really cool so lone peak you're gonna be part of this um you know the i this was new information to me not per, per this but i didn't realize that ty so ty was a kid that was part of the utah legacy uh team when when aj played and i got to coach ty a little bit been watching him actually physically grow like we would have teams go no he's not he's way too old to be playing here i'm like He's only 12. <laughs> like he's he's always been this big kid with a with a big body. He's a really good football player. Um, and so him transferring over is not the story, right? But it certainly helps. Like as I said here, he adds depth. He's he's a he's a wide he played cornerback. He's like a six foot seven defensive back and wide receiver. So he moves really well. 
Um, and, and he's put in some work on the basketball court, but obviously we've got, you know, Chamberlain Burgess, uh, and, and Ike Staley. So, um, who wants to, who wants to start talking about Lone Peak here? It can't be me, even though my last name is kind of close. I can't be the Lone Peak <laughs> talking. Sorry, I'll stop. That's we can cut um, it. Get the producers to cut that part. That was a terrible joke. You know, we're live. We're edit that live. out. Dang it, we're still live. All right, go ahead. Um, I love Chamberlain's game. Uh, I got to watch the prospects play quite a bit. Over the spring and summer, he's such a good, a well-rounded basketball player. He can contest shots. He blocks shots without fouling. He's a very physical guy when it's time to box out. But then you could tell that since last, since the end of the season, he's added different things offensively, which have really made him a matchup problem. And he did it on a national stage in the 3SSB level. He was super fun to watch. Um, and then Ike, Ike is, he's another one of those guys that knows how to impact the game every time he touches the court. I think, I think with those two guys alone, they're going to be formidable, but then they've got such a great supporting cast around those guys. I would be surprised, drastically surprised if Lone Peak isn't in the final four, but you know, that's why we play the games and that's why right. we have a tournament to see what happens. and and go from there but that's a super talented super deep super tall super physical group over there at lone peak and they're they're gonna they're gonna win more games than they're gonna lose that's for sure yeah i mean i i'm gonna call this lone peak will be the 6a champions next year it won't be this year and so when you look at this this group i mean landon talked about chamberlain burgess I am so high on Chamberlain. I watched him play like Landon did up close, and he is tough. And he's added a lot to his game. He's got a he can go left hook, he can go right hook, he can finish. Uh, Ike Staley is going to be the key with this group as he was last year. He had a great year last year. Can he get in the lane? Uh, and when he does, he's really tough to defend because he just shoots over top of people. You saw that in the state tournament quite a bit. Jackson Taylor is a guy you're going to want to pay attention to because if you don't, he'll probably put six or seven threes on your head. I think he had a 40-point game if I'm not uh, if I'm not losing my mind down at Section 7. Cogswell is a little bit raw, but he's a big body. Uh, you got Simon at the point guard who's just going to distribute that, that basketball. They're very good. They're very good. Yeah. I think their time is coming. I just don't think it's going to be this year. They're going to be – they're going to win a lot of games. But I'm saying I'm going to put it in the books for next year. I'm putting my chips in. They're they're taking home the chip next right. year as a senior with that group. I like them. They also play Tent View on Wednesday the 22nd. That would be that could be a fun a fun oh, yeah. uh, matchup. So, uh, all right, we're getting down here to the last two. So uh, we've got we've got American Fork, uh, which is not to be confused with Spanish Fork. Uh, for those of you who are new. Those are those are different. Uh, those are different places. Uh, I different also find forks. it fun, different forks. Uh, I, I find it fun to say that they are tough AF, as the kids would say. Mm-hmm. I really should go to sleep. Um, <laughs> it's a, uh, uh, but I mean, there's there there's a lot that we could probably say, especially with someone like Diego transferring down from Cyprus, who's just a, uh, you know, another Mulford kid, who's just an absolute. Like you cannot leave that kid open 
and then and, you know you had you had uh, obviously the, the players right right here right we, already, we talked about tiger at the at the outset committing up to uh to weaver state blake is he's at csi correct is that where yep, he he'll be at csi yeah. yeah so loaded with college talent um you know really well coached i forget they they play somebody oh they play uh they play montverde on tuesday so look look for this american fork team on the 21st against uh what what is what is likely one of the greatest high school teams potentially to ever play in the history of high school basketball in that montverde academy so uh that's that's going to be exciting uh what 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 can we say that maybe hasn't already been said about not by me but just by um you know by by everybody in in or in and around utah high school basketball this american fork team so the thing with american fork is ryan cuff does an amazing job at preparing his boys before the season yes they're playing mount Verde next week in border league they also played sierra canyon a couple weeks ago um size they have size so the point guard is six five they also have Jax Clark, sophomore, who will come in off the bench at 6'8". And then they've also got, you know, Reese Dent, who transferred over from Wasatch, 6'8". And then they've got Justin, who's 6'7". They've got Blake at 6'7", and Xander at 6'8". And these aren't big, goofy, big, goofy 6'7", 6'8", guys. These are skilled, athletic, coordinated, high IQ guys. They are going to be a matchup problem. 25 games for whoever they get on the court with tiger is probably one of the most unselfish point guards i've ever got to watch play he's going to have tons of weapons around him bigs that can post bigs that can stretch the floor guards that can hit shots create off the dribble they're going to be tough and if if they're not the state champions in february that number one team is going to be for sure yeah i mean Elsie makes some great points there. I'm really high on American Fork. I think that if you look at last year's team to this year's team, a lot of the similarities are that they have, they both had size, right? I think this year they're more athletic Mm -hmm. than they were last year. Reese Dent, obviously coming over from Wasatch is a big, big deal. A lot of people don't, they, they overlook him, but he can stretch the defense. He can pull them out. He can shoot threes. He can run the floor. Uh, We know what Tiger Cup's about. He's fantastic. Uh, Diego can shoot it. There's another kid that you're going to want to uh, pay attention to. I think his name is Jake Mulholland. Uh, super smooth. Another guy that can just flat out go. Jax Clark, you mentioned uh, his name earlier. Another young gun coming up. I watched him. I've watched him play quite a bit this summer. Uh, and then obviously, you know, the leader of that team, uh, in my mind, Blake Rawson, he's going to be, he's going to take the charges. He's defensively going to, he's going to get nasty. He's going to provide that edge for them. Uh, and then you have somebody that's just such a smooth operator as Tiger Cuff. I'm really high on American Fork. I I don't know how I pick against them, and if I did, I think Blank would come for me. Uh, but they're they are <laughs> tough, and they got and they're very well coached, right? Like the, the accountability is there, even with you know uh, obviously Coach Cuff's son playing on the floor. Like you can see it. We played at American Fork last year. There's accountability across the board, and I think that translates towards the end of the season when it's tournament time, when it's time to go, they have guys, but they're going to play the right way and they're going to buy in. And I think they're going to be ready to rock and roll come tournament time. That's a scary, scary scene. Before we get to number one, I I have a question. Uh, So I kind of floated this, obviously, you know, this is not going to happen this year, but let's say that Alta was in six, a 
where where do you think you would have them in on this on this top ten? Would you have them? If we're talking this year's Alta team against these six A teams, they're yeah. still a top five team. They are loaded. You have them three. They are absolutely loaded, and Alta's team this year can compete with any. That's what I'm saying. Team in the state. Yeah. Top five, easy. Yeah. I think I think their starters can. I think when you go to the bench and out there, and I love guys like Zach Papke. I love guys like uh, Dash Dash Riser. I think that when you look at American Forks depth, you look at what Corner Canyon has depth wise. I yeah. think that puts them a little bit ahead of them. But I would I would slot them right there at three. And when you have a guy like Ace Riser running the point. Uh, anything can happen. They're more than capable of knocking off any of those top two teams for sure. And I think did Ace got uh, he got an offer right recently? Uh, CSI, CSI, or committed to CSI too. Yeah, committed. yeah. That's another. That's a. That's another. I. I just. I. I didn't know anything. I. You could. I would never known that there was a College of Southern Idaho. Or I, if you said Slick, I'd be like Slick Rick the Ruler. Um, <laughs> like I wouldn't have known this stuff, but it's, it's so cool to have like really high level basketball at the Juco level and options for kids who are being recruited here to mm -hmm. go there, to get better, to get poured into, to get invested into, and then go take that next, that next leap. All right. So number one is uh, they're, they're playing also in the, are they playing in the football six, a football uh, oh, championship yeah. as well? Okay. Oh yeah. I, I don't, you, you guys say that like I should know. Um, <laughs> You're like just it's the corner, just assume, it's the corner canyon invitation. They are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yep. I mean, when I so it, when I moved here, we were looking at a house in South Jordan, and the guy's like, you know, it's in the Bingham School District, and I was like, the cherries? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what what does Bingham mean? He's like, you don't know about the Bingham School District? I'm like, I I barely know know my way around here. Like, I don't know the grid system, so uh, I'm, I'm I still feel pretty new. Obviously, Corner Canyon um is is up here at number one they're they not only return a whole bunch of of great talent you know arguably the outside of i think that brody could compete with you know the guys at wasatch the guys at um oh yeah you know the, like he's he's a, he's going to the university of southern california <laughs> like that's yeah. that's that's pretty that's that's pretty big time um you know fresh off of Leading the prospects to the 17U3 SSB championship, uh, it was it was awesome. They came out and I got to watch them scrimmage, uh, judge, and that was a that was a ton of fun to watch. It was actually it was a great game. It was pretty close. I think they they pulled out. They, they beat us by five. They were getting warmed up. Noah Bettinger was still coming off of his injury, so he didn't play. Um, but th this team is they're 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 pretty loaded as well right like i don't think anyone would be complaining except for maybe you know lone peak fans about a corner canyon american fork uh 6a championship game um you know another kid that we've we talked about aj was brighton valdez who is i think that's an underrated mm. pickup coming from juan diego because he does a tremendous job at two critical things at the point guard position he he doesn't turn it over and he gets his team into its offense quickly and he knows how to keep guys in front of him and fight over screens he is so he is so tough at both on both sides of the ball i didn't realize it until i watched him play and i know he went down to that border league and got a little uh is it ball is life uh did a little got, yeah. got a couple of those videos so 
uh, it was that was pretty cool. But I mean, Noah, uh, Brighton, and then Darrell, the big guy coming over as well from Juan Diego. Uh, it's I mean, this team this team is 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 pretty is pretty stacked here for sure. Uh, Landon, what do you what do you want to uh, jump in here and add? So a few days after we play American Fork, we get Corner Canyon. So. So that's the easy um, part of your schedule, but when does the hard part of your schedule start, Landon? When does when does it get competitive? Give us some competitive games. <laughs> What's going on in the schedule department? I mean, um, did you? I can call up. I can call up my friends over at uh, at ICS if you. We'll talk about it. We'll talk okay. about it off camera. Um, <laughs> stacked is an understatement. Uh, Brighton, Noah, Brody. Um, I love that they mentioned Tyler Mortensen. I call him Moneyball Mortensen. He probably shot 50% from the three-point line for me over the spring and summer. And then when it was time to put the ball on the ground and create for his teammates, he did it effortlessly. Um, guards multiple positions. He's a young guy. He's in his sophomore year. And his future has just unlimited potential. So I'm super excited for Tyler and to watch his development and get to coach against him twice this year. But that group is just another really, really well-coached team, a really deep program. And Darrell Desire, if, if you guys didn't get to watch him play at Section 7 or at Border League, the kid is just, he's a man. If you If you wonder what it would have been like to watch guys like just freak athletes with upper body strength explosion, the ability to block shots and just guys that do all the things that other guys physically can't do. That's Darrell. So um, we're going to have our hands. He offers too, right? Uh, he has, he got... has seven. Um, so Who yeah, he played, he played with the rebels, Salt Lake rebels, um, had a really good off season, just a, a super stacked group over there. And, and obviously Brody Kozlowski is the head of the snake. Everything will run through him, but he's got so many good teammates out there that can step up and go for 15, 10, you know, five a game. And then the guard play got a boost. And that's, and that's saying a lot because the guard play last year was exceptional. Max Toombs and Jackson were amazing last year, but they have more guards to do to spread out that offensive workload. And so they're, yeah, they, they look like a division one team out there and, and they're, they're going to be, they're going to be a challenge for us and for everybody else that has to play them, but we're excited about it. And we, we front load that non-region schedule to get us ready for games like this. So they're, they're going to be fun to watch, but my opinion is a Bingham, Corner Canyon State Championship game. That's right. what I'm calling. You're calling I'm it. Calling it. Hey, you got it. You got it. You got to ride with your boys. You got <laughs> hey, I mean, if anybody who knows who knows that region that they were in before with AF and and uh, what was it? One year it was four schools from the same region in the final four, and so anything's possible. But yeah, we're excited for that challenge for sure. Love it. Yeah, I mean, when you look at Corner Canyon, I mean, Landon said it. I mean, they, they've got guys all the way up and down the lineup. Obviously, it starts with Brody Koslowski. I expect his points per game to increase. Um, at the same time, you got a guy like Noah Bendinger coming off a season for Juan Diego where he averaged 19 points a game. 
I expect his production to decrease a little bit, but he'll have some games when he's fully healthy where he can go get you 25 in a heartbeat because he can just light it up. He's and then scorer. obviously I'm very high on Brighton Valdez and what he brings. I got a chance to watch him operate um, uh, in the border league and obviously at the Great Western Classic. He is he's a little engine for that team, and I really like what he brings for them. Um, when you look at some of the guys, Taylor Farrell can shoot the lights out. They got guys just yeah. everywhere. I look at this as a Corner Canyon American Fork Championship game. I might have Leighton sneaking in there and knocking one of those two off, but I'm going to go with American Fork to cut the nets down. Six A champions, American Fork. I don't want any smoke from uh, Blake and those boys over there. I'm riding with those guys. I want to see. What, I want to see them get it done. I just think that they have the versatility to match up, uh, you know, well with Corner Canyon. I think that guys like Reese Dent who could step out, shoot the three. Uh, you know, and then obviously the size of the guards with American Fork is it's going to be tough to handle. Tigers taking that next level. I really like what they got. And uh, so I'm going to go against Bingham on this one. I think that uh, I think American Fork is going to be there at the end. But if all three of those boys at Layton get it right, watch yeah, out because KJ sure. is capable of shooting you out of the gym. David can take your best player and put him on the bench for the whole game. He's that guy defensively. They have some guys that will they can go and so it'll be it's an exciting year i mean six a is going to be a great time to watch and then region one is full of guys obviously got Layton, but you know davis and farmington and there's some te- there's just there's teams everywhere it's a great time no. Yeah. no doubt no doubt well gentlemen it's uh getting to uh i'm i'm officially mid 40s and so we are coming we're coming up on uh on bedtime for uh for papa peak so uh, appreciate uh appreciate you both uh coming on everybody if you get a chance go to uh, go to utahbasketball.net it's free to all you put in your email you subscribe and it just get, sends you an email whenever i come out with a podcast or I, I technically i could be like writing and publishing articles but i do not have time to write and publish articles. So uh, if you want to read some articles that are being published on a regular basis, like AJ said, go over to prephoops.com. Uh, make sure you subscribe there. Um, AJ, you just did your giveaway for uh, Game game Film Elite. Yep. And uh, yeah. who, who won it again? Jackson Slaw. So one of those Fremont okay. guys they're going to be playing against. So, uh, yeah, we did a giveaway where they're going to have – he's going to have three games evaluated uh, by a college coach. And then a live session with that coach, and uh, we let Jax know, and he was super excited, and uh, he's ready. He's like, "I was going to sign up anyway, and so now you just saved me a bunch of money." And so he was super excited, mm-hmm. and and we're excited to see how that goes for him and watch his improvement because he's got tremendous skill. And and sometimes it's just getting in front of the right people and getting the right advice, and then boom, there you go. So go over to GameFilmElite.com uh, now that we have some games rolling in. You're getting that film going. Uh, we expect uh, it's going to pick up pretty good. So we're excited about that project. And also, everyone, go follow Landon on Twitter. Landon is a great follow on uh, on on Twitter. Are you at Coach Landon? Is that what it is? Yeah, Coach Landon. Yep. Instagram okay. and Twitter. Instagram so, and Twitter. Um, I know you got a whole bunch of stuff, whole bunch of things cooking over there. So, uh, yeah. everyone, make sure you go follow follow Coach Landon. Um, thanks, everybody. Like I said, we'll be covering Hoop Fest, uh, getting a couple of guests on from there. Uh, trying to do a uh, 4A preview, I think, with Hector Marquez. He's going to come on and, and help me go the through Dixie 4A. The Dixie Invitational. The Dixie Invitational. That's right. <laughs> um, so that, that'll that be uh, – that's another team we could have said, like, hey, where would they land? If they played in 6A, 
you know, it could be, it could be a fun, uh, could be a fun, fun event. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm stoked for the hoop fest, uh, going down, got some more stuff coming up. So appreciate everybody listening for an hour to us, hour and 12 minutes Let's to go. us, uh, talk, talk about, uh, Utah high school basketball. Uh, thanks Kev for, uh, for all the comments, keep them coming. Anyone else listening, if you're watching on YouTube, I got to figure out how to do this. I feel like if we could live stream on Instagram, we'd get a lot more engagement. So I'll see if I can figure out how to do that from this platform. Um, but appreciate everybody. Thanks, AJ. Thanks, Landon. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yep.